This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. The biggest idiots deserve the big, bad shovel of wisdom. Sponsored by Jerry's Toyota. And their exclusive benefits, including free service maintenance for four years or 50,000 miles. Visit Jerry's Toyota just north of the Beltway on Bel Air Road and online at jerrystoyota.com. 1057 The Fan. It's time to give out shovels. If you have a shovel, give us a call. Give us a text. 410-583-1057. Hit us up on Twitter at BBMS, 1057Fan, Ed Norris. Here's your shovel. The American education system, it just, we already know that we're not one of the best educated countries in the world as far as, this, you know, basic education. We lag behind the world and disturbingly far. Well... One of the things that's always bothered me is the fact that, you know, they'll teach you the basics and teach you things now I don't think people really need. Um, a lot of it's propaganda in schools, talking to teachers. But that aside, fine. But could you please teach, like, history and geography? A TikToker, Sabrina Abrey, posted on October 26th and said, please don't call her stupid American. She thought Alaska was an island. An island. It's not? It's an island state. It's not an island at all. And she didn't know this until her Canadian boyfriend told her, no, you can drive there through Canada. (laughs) And apparently, this is a a real thing for a lot of adults in this country because people aren't being taught basic geography about their own country. Forget about pointing out on a map where Iran is or India or anything like that or Brazil or worldwide. They can't even do it in the U.S., and now she doesn't even know Alaska is part of the, you know, it's not contiguous, but it's attached by land. It's just unbelievable. And a teacher said there's a lot of misconceptions because when they show the non-contiguous states of Hawaii and Alaska, they're usually in little, you know, boxes that are below the map when they show you the maps. So people the, have been taught, I think it's a, an that's island. That's the reason you're giving it out to the education system. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. Jeremy Gone. Ed Norris gets my shovel. Uh-huh. Hey, did you see what what happened? I knew we had shovels coming up. I very like. I'm not this forward thinking. Sometimes I look at it, and then so I was near my headset, and I heard Joe say we had 40 seconds. To which I yelled, "We got 40, 40 seconds." seconds. So and Ed, there's what? He left the room. <laughs> who teases? Who teases the shovel, Jeremy? Ed. And the only reason he's getting my shovel is because he dropped it in my lap. So what did I do? You left the room. I yelled 40 seconds and just walked out when he was talking. Did you really? 
<laughs> My shovel goes to Ed Norris, Joe. Go ahead. Go ahead. For thinking that crap is funny. That ain't funny. That's not funny. To be fair, like a lot of times, though, when we're doing, um, like we have a recorded interview or an interview we're doing the next day. Like, Rob's going to close it, like, say, yeah. hey, we'll be, and do the tease. But I knew shovels were coming up. That's why I yelled 40 seconds. And you went, you did the old, uh, what was I'm it? I'm out. The, he yeah, dipped. Homer's grand, uh, father. And he comes in, he's like, hup, 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 hup. <laughs> go right back out. Like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> it's what happens. I don't pay attention to you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> can't come on the air and say I don't pay attention. He said no, to, to him. Me. To me. Okay. He doesn't pay attention to me. Holy good God. Oh, you guys want to make eye contact? I'm the one who gets yelled at for that. You, so if I say I don't pay attention, you get yelled at? Yes. I don't get. I don't pay attention either, man. I don't pay attention at all. I pay I'm, I'm still asleep. I pay attention when Stone's here. That's just because you got to look at me and it's like, who the hell is that person in that mustache behind me? Weird Al. Dave on 95. What's up, Dave? Good morning. How you guys doing this morning? Doing well. How are you? I'm doing good. My shovel goes to the Baltimore County Council with the stupid ban on the plastic bags. The F- ban was supposed to we're supposed to ban it to, to keep the plastic bags out of the environment. So what do we do? We let Walmart sell me a plastic bag. We hit cop with nothing. Wow. <laughs> He's 100 percent right with this. Like, he is. Like you're charged. Like oh, we're trying to take the, but you can buy them. Now, like, for what? Here's my thing. We're already ringing ourselves up. Why don't you pay us when we do the self-checkout? This is my question. This is my question. This is a response to the guy who said Ed and I were too late. We complaining about the bag system. We're too lazy to take our own bags. That's my response to that. When things only impact you and you complain about them, that's selfish. It doesn't impact me. I can, I can, five cents doesn't hurt me. Mm-hmm. It doesn't hurt me at all. It's not about the money. This is what it's about. There, there are people who that does impact. Elderly people, people don't have a lot of money. That impacts them. That's mm-hmm. number one. Number number two is this: before plastic bags, what bags do we use? Paper. How much did they cost us? Nothing. So you're, now you're bringing them back, and they cost us. Wait, they didn't cost us before. No. Just another so way so, to get so instead of instead of fighting that and saying something about it, hey, I just take my own bag. That's not that's that is akin to NCAA. Where's the money? Hey, go get the go get your own money. No, no you're not answering the question. You're not answering the question. The question is, why does it cost five cents when it didn't cost? We had paper bags before. It didn't cost us five cents then. Why five cents now? But part of it would be different if they just said, hey, there's there's no more plastic. We're just getting rid of plastic, period. No more plastic bags, yeah. this and that. You can still buy them. You can still buy them and use <laughs> and, them. But I know. The point is, if they're bad for the environment, they're bad. They get rid of them. Don't make them. How about making paper straws and <laughs> plastic wrappers? Like, what are we doing? How about don't make styrofoam peanuts anymore? <laughs> They're obnoxious. They stick to everything. You yeah. can't get rid of them, and you can't recycle them. And they taste terrible. It even tastes like real peanuts. I know. Yeah. I'm gonna. He just. He's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. It's just. I'm, I'm sorry. Dumb. <laughs> Over under at seven thirty. But on the other side, is this Raven team too inconsistent to be a real contender? Too inconsistent to win the North? Baltimore's big bad morning show on the fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. 
You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 716 in the AM, Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Jeremy, who's the most inconsistent team in the AFC? Can you answer that? Uh, uh, with knowing, with, with, with being a guy who covers the Ravens primarily? Yeah, I mean, I think I could. Like, if we're sitting here looking at it. You know what I would say? I would say the Miami Dolphins. Um, because we watch them at times, and we're like, how do you match up with them? How do you beat them? But they haven't beat anyone that's any good yet. And I, I think they can. We just haven't seen it. So I think a lot of people are, I think they're very inconsistent um, in how they approach games and how they look week to week. But, again, this is a week-to-week league, and I don't think there's many wrong answers in the AFC right now. So not the Ravens. I mean, they are. They, look, they are inconsistent, <clears throat> but not the most inconsistent. I would put Miami over them. Okay. Are the Ravens too inconsistent to be Super Bowl contenders? They're not, but they got like they've got some things they got to get figured out. Um, you know, because I don't think there's any teams that are devoid of having issues. Like Kansas City's had issues on offense all year long. Uh, the Buffalo Bills, that's just that's tragic with what's going on with them. You figure it out. Um, the Miami Dolphins, I just brought up. You know, when we look out west, the Chargers have been just absolutely awful for most part of this year. Uh, so then, where you start looking in the AFC, the Ravens, the Steelers, like you know. Mm-hmm. I, I think I think the Ravens are in that group, but I would still put the Dolphins above them. Uh, Ed, who's the most inconsistent team in the AFC? Um, I'm to just piggyback on the Dolphins, but I because they're almost not inconsistent. They're consistently good against bad teams, and they're consistently bad against good teams. Um, I hate to say it, but looking at it, it's I think the Ravens are up there. Are they too inconsistent to be Super Bowl contenders? No, because they got a ton of talent. They've got a lot of talent, but just they've got to get that consistency back. With it, you know that they they don't play down to competition. They don't make you know let the Cardinals hang around. They don't lose to the Colts, um, you know. And then you, you you demolish the Lions and the Seahawks. It's just it just you don't know what you're getting week to week. And then the you know that meltdown last week against Cleveland. It's just I think I think it's the Ravens. Honestly, it's just. When you, you look at them, it's like I don't know what's happening here. But I, I, I don't know. But you, I had no confidence they're going to win that game, even when they had two no, touchdowns. No, me either. Me either. I was sitting there nervous. Now your resume is: you have six wins. You've beaten the Colts, the Falcons, the, the Bills. The Bills are really not that impressive anymore. Uh, the Colts again, the Saints, and the Steelers. But you lost to the Chiefs, the Texans, and the 49ers. I think one of the more inconsistent teams, the team we maybe we don't talk about it because we don't believe in them in the first place, but the Jaguars. I don't believe in them. They just got crushed last week. I just I don't I don't believe in them, man. Not at all. I don't I don't quite believe in Trevor Lawrence, to be honest with you. Well you saw the uh what was it? They showed the stat. I wanna say it was CJ Stroud has more passes for over like thirty yards. Like it was something ridiculous already in his career than Trevor Lawrence has done mm-hmm. his entire time yeah. in the league. And like you start to think about those and Trevor Lawrence was the highest rated prospect to ever come out of college since Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck since 
you could say Peyton Manning, but you'd probably have to go back to John Elway. Right. Um, that's how highly touted some of these guys were, and that's what Trevor Lawrence was. And Trevor Lawrence, to his credit, has been he's been good. He just hasn't been the best talent that we've seen coming out since so and so. That to me is a first place team that's too inconsistent and definitely not inconsistent, not consistent enough to be Super Bowl contenders. In fact, our other question is: Is the Ravens are the Ravens too inconsistent to win the North? I would say right now, even though they're game up. I picked the Texans might they might win that South, but keeping it with the Ravens, Jeremy, are the Ravens too inconsistent to win the North? No, Ed, no, no. I still believe they're going to win the North. I really do. I think it's just a good team. I mean, they're a really good team. I don't know what they've got to cure this fourth quarter nonsense with they're, they're outscored in the fourth quarter. So consistently, we're all, we're all saying that the Ravens just have bigger fish to fry. Mm-hmm. They're not worried about the division. Think they can win the division, but right now that's not the key. That's not the. Uh, the target for you, the, no. The target of Super Bowl. Yeah, look, it's got to be. We've look the fact you can, you can win division year after year after year if you're not getting to where you need to be. Yes, you were you were eventually giving fans something to root for when you get to the postseason, but the you have to have visions of grandeur. You like you set small goals, and one of your goals is winning the division. Well, you have to. But if you win the division year after year and you're not getting to the promised land and going to the Super Bowl and playing for it all, then I think. You know, a lot of these seasons feel like waste. You have to win a lot of championships before you get to the point where winning your division or conference isn't important. I'll give you an example. If you're in Alabama, winning the SEC is cool, but if you can get to the national championship to the playoffs without winning the SEC, life is good. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I, I don't know how many times they circle win the SEC. It's win national championships. So when you know when you're the Patriots of a of, of couple of years ago, win the Super Bowl. When in the AFC East, yeah, you want that home field advantage and all those things, but they probably stopped circling when in the division because it became either a no-brainer or it just wasn't worth talking about. Think about it, too. You're playing for a home game in the postseason in the NFL where you're playing to play on a neutral field. Yeah. And so there, there is a huge advantage to being at home and having an entire crowd, hopefully, behind you. Yeah. Yankee fans don't brag about how many AL East championships they have. No. They brag about how many World Series titles they have. You know, so you, yeah. you know you want to you want to get to the point where that's your goal, winning it all. Let's go to Kevin in Baltimore. What's up, Kevin? Good morning, gentlemen. Good Fine morning. Thursday morning. Um, I, I think that they're consistent enough to win the AFC East, but we got to stop. Yeah, AFC North, but we're doing some crazy, crazy stuff. It is. Um, and our play calling, especially there was one play this last game that really got me going in in circles. Is that the reverse play, you're pushing the ball down the field. Then you run a reverse. You get into a, a second and 17 situation. And I think that changed the whole momentum of the offense right there. So that's that's my take on it, and you guys have a great day. You too, man. Have a good one. Let's go to another Kevin. This one in Ellicott City. What's up, Kevin, in Ellicott City? What's up, Rob? How you doing, man? Jeremy. Hey, yeah. how y'all doing this morning? All right. Doing well. Doing well. I, uh... I jumped on CBS Sports Talk last night a little bit because the gentleman was talking about how he thought the Browns could possibly, you know, be a playoff Super Bowl contender. And uh, I think based off what y'all have been sharing with us this morning, you know, look, kind of like the Orioles a little bit, you know, we had the right formula, just not at the right time, I guess, towards the end there. And like Ed said yesterday or the day before, you know, Texas bought their baseball team, but, uh, we're capable of winning this whole thing week by week. And at the end, we just, if we don't have the right formula at the right time, it ain't going to work for us. But we can do this, man. We can do it. 
Hey, thanks a lot, Kevin. Appreciate that. 410-583-1057. Uh, let's go to Hubie in Baltimore. What's up, Hubie? What's you up, know what? I like what you said. You know, the Ravens have two conference championship titles, six division titles. So, you know, I'm not all shaky about the record. You know, if we stumble in and walk in backwards just to make it to the Super Bowl and win it, it'll all be worth it. Well, that, the, the last Super Bowl we stumbled into, stumbled into the playoffs. Remember? Yeah, absolutely. They yeah. they went ten and six. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I'm not all uh, uh, shaken up about these debacles they might have with the last three losses. I mean, hey, you know, we'll see. Let's get it tonight and keep on moving. Hebe, thanks a lot for the call. Let's go to our favorite caller, Antonio and Rosedale. What's up, Antonio? Good morning. Good, Good morning. morning to you, man. How you guys doing? Doing Good. well. How are you? Good. Happy Friday, man. Happy Friday, man. <laughs> My score prediction is Ravens 20, Bengals 17. Go Ravens. And you guys have a wonderful day. You have a wonderful day as well. Uh, J- Jeremy, do you have your, your score? You know it right now? For the, the Ravens game? Yeah. Yeah, I um, you know, I was looking at a couple different things as far as the total because mm-hmm. I'm always confused with the Ravens and if we're going to get a high scoring, low scoring game. But I'll say 24-20 Ravens. All right, Ed, you know your score off that? 33-21. 33-21? Ravens. Uh, I, I, I like that. I like that. I'm going 31-27 Ravens. High scoring game tonight at, at the bank. Four ten five eight three one zero five seven. That's the number. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. What have you learned about Deshaun Watson with this injury? Well, what have you learned about his contract, we should say? We'll talk about that at 745. But on the other side, we give you our scores. Now we go over, under, up next on the fan. You know what that music is? It's time for over, under on this Thursday. Hey, Jeremy, you do me a big favor. Thank you very much, sir. You are the man. Hey, Rashawn's out back. You are the man. Isn't it awesome that, you know, you don't even need words, Ed? I knew what he wanted. Of course you do. All men want the same thing, and it's disgusting. Slide the window open just a little bit. Gross. <laughs> it's nice to see the sun. It is nice to see the, the sun. sun. I just got a big-ass BG&E truck out here. Where? I see, I don't see the BG&E truck. I see right across the, f- the street. I see the trees. I see the grass. I see the wooded area. I see people running. So I got a good view. We'll see the truck. What you running for? What <clears throat> <laughs> are chasing you? Week 11 versus the Bengals. MT Bank Stadium Thursday Night Football. Lamar Jackson, Ed, 229 and a half total yards over or under? I'm going over. I think he's going to have a big day. Hopefully he's still pissed off about the Browns game, which sounds like in interviews. And I think he has a big day at home. He likes wearing the black uniforms. He, he said it. He thinks that's sex A. I think he has a big uh, big game tonight. I think they put up a lot of points, so he has to go over if they do that. I got mm-hmm. over it, Jeremy. I got over. I think, yeah, I mean, 229 and a half against this team, questioning the pass rush tonight. I think Lamar has a big game. What if it was just 229? Would you pick over still? <sighs> yeah, I'm looking at the math, and it's, it also says take the over there. Take the over there. Yeah. All right, Keaton Mitchell, 11 and a half carries. Ah, Jeremy. <laughs> What? He got three last week. <laughs> yeah, but they got criticized, so they may they may come out. Smoking. Do you want to change the touches, catches, no, go, at, catch, catches carries. and carries? Go carries. No, I was going to change it. I just forgot to do it. 
You want you want touches? That changes my answer. Just two touches. All right. Well, if it's touches, he still had less than eleven. He still had less than eleven and a half last week. Touches. How many touches you want, Ed? So, Ed, so. <laughs> look at his eyes. A lot. Eleven and a half touches, Jeremy. Over or under? Oh, I'll go over. I was going under. I was too. Well, you know what? Targets not is not a touch. It is. No, no it's, it's not. not. A target's not a touch. Catches or carries. He yeah. re- he gets a reception. Yeah, just because he gets a target. A reset. No, not a target. No, 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 is I'm, he- I'm telling him it's not. That doesn't count. You said a touch. If he touches the ball, that's a touch. Okay. Gosh. <laughs> it's a touch. I'm still going under. I'm, I, I was going to go under before. I'm still going under. Cause just because he's targeted doesn't mean Man, he's going to catch know. it. Ed, over or under? I'm going under. I find it hard to believe they're going to. It's going to go from getting like nothing. Hold on, do you guys 12. know what the game plan is? Yeah, we, we know. We, is we know he the, in the game plan? We know who the game planner is. Yeah. <laughs> so, ooh, seven touches. Hey, look, I hope he gets the ball twenty times, but I don't think it's see it happen. I'm going under. Ed Norris, Ravens D, three and a half sacks. Over. over, over, over. You think they get to him? I do. I think they get to him. I think they knock his block off, mm-hmm. Jeremy Cohn. I'm going over on that one too. Over. Yeah, they're going to get after it tonight. Uh, Joe Barrow, 239 and a half passing yards, Jeremy. Over or under? Over. Over? Going I'm over. going over, too. Again, I think it's going to be high scoring. Lots of offense in this football game tonight. Exciting game. I'm going over for Barrow. Ed Norris. I'm going over as well. The average is 245 a game. So, you know, if he's, if he's got to come back from being behind, hopefully he will because the Ravens have been starting fast. I say he's got to pass and he's going to go over. Jabbar Chase. 89 and a half yards receiving over or under it. Over. Over. He averages more than that, slightly more. And he's also going to be the guy tonight. I mean, he's going to be the you know the target. The receivers are, are beat, beat up. I'm going over on that one, too. I think he gets it. Um, I think Burrow's going to have a big game. I think offensively is going to be a big game. So that means Jamar Chase needs a big game. Jeremy Kahn? Yeah, I'm going to go over. Look, president of the Jamar Chase fan club, it's kind of hard to not see this guy getting his targets. He's the number like you're going to have to try to take him away, but even then I think it's a difficult ask over the right. Yeah, T Higgins is out. Yosos is out. Oh, is, that who, is he out too? Yo, uh, that's yeah. the one I was talking about. All the uh the um, vowels. Yeah. Yoshish? Yeah, It looks like an i. Yosovus. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Cuz uh Burrow really likes him, but so Trent Irwin caught a touchdown last week. He's been kind of I feel like he's more of a slot guy, but that's Boyd. If they slide Boyd out, Move him into the slot or mix it up. Um, but, yeah, I mean, those are the guys they're going to be going to. You know who it's going to be. Usual suspect. I mean, three receivers are out. Yeah. What about three and a half sacks for the Bengals, Jeremy, over under? I went under. I went under because I am worried about what their pass rush looks. Um, looks like tonight with Hendrickson going to play, Hubbard, but he's Hubbard's hurt. out. And Hubbard's out. Mm-hmm. So you're going over? Under. Under. I'm going over. I just, you know, I I don't know left tackle position that I just I'm going over. I think they get to him. It I'm going to go under. They didn't get to him last time. I said Hubbard's out. That's a big that's a big blow to them. Um I'm going to go under. 410-583-1057. That's the number. Baltimore's big bad morning show on the fan. Paul in Annapolis. What's up, Paul? Hey guys, how y'all doing? Doing well. How are you? Game day, baby. Let's go. Hey, this is for all the Ravens fans out there. We need to have that bank rocking tonight. It needs to be loud as hell. You heard Mahomes on Monday night. M&T Bank Stadium needs to be one of the craziest stadiums tonight, and I think we get it done, boys. Let's go. Yeah, for people who missed it, Mahomes said the only time he's ever had to use a silent count is in Baltimore and in Seattle. Yeah. It's, it is the reputation of being 
When it's oh, filled. Very loud. Yeah, when it's filled. When he's here, it's filled. Yeah. Um, your thoughts of the the hangover effect from Sunday? I, I don't think you can, right? Like, fans, from the fans, um, I mean, not from the players. Well, look, it will be, thank God we are off Thursday and Friday next week because if they lose tonight, mm-hmm. it's a big if. If they lose tonight, it's going to be a long two weeks waiting for that or 10 days waiting for yeah. that Chargers game. Um. You know, this is a game that you're you're meant to win. Every advantage, I think, tonight is is in your favor. I just don't know how Cincinnati bounces back from some of the the injuries they have. I know the Ravens have a bunch, but you get a little bit more time to prepare for it. Maybe it's a day, maybe it's two without the travel. But yeah, you know what's also great about the bye? I mean, we're off from football together. Not only Thursday for our Friday, but we're not getting that Sunday AM uh, call about the Ravens. Yeah, they ain't playing. <laughs> Yeah, this Sunday, right? This Sunday, yeah, yeah. Let's go to uh, Pasadena get Jeff. What's up, Jeff? Hey, good morning, guys. Long time listener, love your show. Thank you, sir. Just wanted to make a uh, ask you guys a question. It seems that for the last five years we've been talking about the lack of a vertical offense with this team, and we've been through several offensive coordinators, and it's the same story. I love Lamar. I've got three jerseys. I get goosebumps when he comes out of the tunnel just because of what I know he's capable of doing. Do you think the lack of a vertical game has something to do with the lack of confidence in Lamar by his coordinator? Yes. If I was the offensive coordinator, it would have something to do with it, Jeff. I mean, we, we've yeah. seen it. We've seen him overthrow and underthrow deep receivers. Um, and not just the deep ball, but, but the uh, fade route to Odell Beckham Jr., Toward, uh, what was that Pittsburgh game? Yeah, you know we've seen it. If I'm the offensive coordinator, it would call it would have some cause me to hesitate a little bit. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's a, a lot to do with it. His deep ball so, lack of accuracy. So if you're, like if we did the Bill Belichick thing uh-huh. and you're going to take away what the other team does best, what are you trying to take away from the Ravens? Is it the run? Just yeah, like you're, you you're trying to stack the box. You have to because I, I don't know if I'm stacking the box more so than staying home on the outsides. Especially now, because you not only have Lamar, now you have Mitchell. I, you got to stay at home on the outsides. I don't know if I'm stacking that box though, because I think Lamar's short to in- intermediate passing game is outstanding, and he'll pick you apart on that. You know, I, so I don't know if I can stack the box against this team. He's too good for that as a passer now. Four ten five eight three one zero five seven. That's the number. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Baltimore Ravens getting ready for the Cincinnati Bengals. We'll talk to Gordon McGinnis at 9 o'clock, but don't go anywhere on the other side. Deshaun Watson out for the year. Does this injury prove that his contract was the worst in American, North American sports history? We'll talk about it up next on The Fan. 7.47 in the AM, Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on The Fan. Deshaun Watson signed a ridiculous contract, fully guaranteed. And, uh, Everybody balked at it. Did anybody say that was a good contract other than him when he signed it? No. Was it four years, $156 million with the Texans is what he originally signed. And then he gets over, comes over to the uh, uh, Cleveland Browns and signs an even more ridiculous guy. It's just, you got to give it to his agent. You said it, Ed. You got to give it to his agent. Yeah. What a deal that he struck. Five years, $230 million, 44 Million dollars, just under forty-five million dollars signing bonus. Average annual salary of forty-six million. 
Um, it is all fully guaranteed. This latest injury that he has is going to make him out for the rest of the year. And is this proof that this was the worst contract in North American sports history? Yeah. I mean, I can't think of one. I mean, I can't think of one in hockey, so that would be the kind of big contracts up north. Um, I can't think of a worse contract than the four majors. I mean, guarantee all that money and and then have him be injured a couple of times. I mean, it's looking it's looking terrible. And, yeah. and by the way, his dead cap hit would be two hundred million, not his cap, cap hit. Yeah. His actual cap hit will be sixty three million. Still yeah. a lot of money. Is this proof that this is the worst sports contract in North American sports history? Oh, there's no doubt. Uh, in a salary cap format, it's it's got to be. Uh, you know, that's why they're not giving out the guaranteed contracts the way they do because of things like this um, and protecting the teams. And that's, in my mind, one of the things that has made uh, football run a little bit better than what baseball has been, where uh, you look at some of the other port, uh, sports. I'm, I'm okay with the soft cap and you're finding teams for certain things and it benefits the league. But, uh, but yeah, ultimately, I think you, you have to have a salary cap. And in looking at that contract, there, there's no way around it to say that it's not one of the worst contracts, especially with that dead money. That's ridiculous. You you can't get away from this. See, I don't think – I hear you. And it's not a good contract. We, we know that. But I don't think this injury proves it's not a good contract. People – quarterbacks get hurt. I mean, what if he comes back next year and wins the Super Bowl? Oh, I'm not talking about that. I'm just and, saying – like, But that's the question. Is this injury proof that it's the worst contract? I don't think this injury proves that. I think – I think, to be oh, honest I just think it's you, the worst contract regardless of injury or not. So if If he wins – is it worth it then? But people in city in, in city of Cleveland in the area think, okay, all right, I took it because they've never won a Super Bowl before. See, he's in a situation where if he wins one, he's a hero because they have none. They've never been there before. And he he said if he if he wins what a Super Bowl, I think he's Wouldn't not he? he's not a free agent until twenty twenty seven. Man, he ain't winning it. Have you okay. seen him play? Okay, have you seen him play? I seen him play hurt because evidently he's hurt because he's out for the rest of the year. Feelings are hurt. Look, man. I don't listen. I don't like the contract. If the Ravens have given Lamar this contract, I would have been beside myself, to be honest with you, because I think this could kind of cripple a franchise. But he was given this contract after spending so much time off because of what happened, and facing legal. You know, there, there were there were charges that he, there were other things that could have happened here. You know, we talked about suspensions could have been out for an extended period of time, and now when he's come back, he hasn't. He hasn't looked good. I'm sorry. If you count. Money, his salary, based on his games that he's played, he's played 12 games as a Cleveland Brown. That means he's made just under $8 million per start. <laughs> Jeez. If you count it per per game. So, um, again, bad contract. I'm not defending this contract. I just believe the people in Cleveland will think about it a lot differently if he wins. Not contends, but wins. I, I would venture to say – if he gets to the Super Bowl and gives them hope, he does. Are you asking me to predict that they will? No, I'm not. I'm saying if. I'm saying if. 410-583-1057, that's the number. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. But I, I don't think I – I didn't need this this injury to Deshaun Watson to say it's the worst contract. Yeah, well, I guess no, that's what I was getting yeah. at. Like, I, Look, the injury just adds to it because now you're you're paying a guy not to play. And then when we look at the, the overall numbers because – trying to avoid that cap hit, that dead cap. I, I got to stop saying cap hit, but the dead cap money that he has on there, that's just rough, man. So you're going to have to, what, extend it? Then what? I mean, he kind of holds all the cards with this, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. I almost feel like you should just eat it and deal with it and move past it. Really? Yeah. 
You'd eat it now? $200 million of dead I'm saying money? I don't want to give him an extension. Oh. Oh, so eat it as it goes along. Yeah. Don't don't play with it. No. I'm not giving it. Unless the extension's team friendly, but why would Deshaun Watson do that? He's got no reason to do it. I would do it because I know I'd get money, a lot of money after that. You know? I, that's what I'm looking at. All right. I just like watching him play. It's weird, too, because he was one of my favorites to watch. And I said often that you could make, like, you could take a lot of guys in this league and make a case that they're the best quarterback in the league. I'm not saying that case would make it right. He would have been one of them. He would have been one of them. When he was at the peak of his game, his big problem, too, was staying healthy. We hadn't seen it in the postseason. He would always get hurt right around that time. Um, And then we'd talk about the weapons he has. Is their defense good enough to to get over the hump? J.J. Watt would get hurt, you know, or something would go Was Hopkins there? Yeah. When he had this big year? Yeah. It was Hopkins? It was mm-hmm. D-Hop. Watson and Hopkins. And Hopkins left the year of the massage scandal. Mm-hmm. Traded. Yeah. Would you argue, Ed, that his better years have been when there was no pressure on him to win? And now that mm-hmm. there's some... Expectations of the expectations in Cleveland. I'm not saying Cleveland is known to be a playoff contender, but they were playoff contenders under Baker Mayfield. They went to the playoffs. Yeah. And when you sign that kind of money, you expect it to win. Would you say that maybe he's that guy that when the expectations to win are zero, he's better off than than having greater expectations on him? That's an interesting point. I never thought of it that way, but yeah, maybe. Um I maybe he does. I don't know. I just, you know, it's it's hard now because whenever you have an injury involved, you feel bad because who knows what he would have done because he looked so good, you know, yeah. playing last week. I don't know. And you can't control injuries. You can't. You can't. Like I told you, I have a lot more respect for him as a player mm-hmm. today knowing that he played with that injury here in Baltimore and came from behind and won. And he was getting hit. Well, remember, too, he also got cleared by the team medical doctors and people were questioning his toughness, saying, wait a minute, if you got cleared and you can't play the next week, what's going on? And he was saying something was wrong. Maybe this was part of that, too. I mean, who knows? You know your body, Jeremy. I've explored it. Your own body? Well, you got to know it. Yeah, you got to know it. Matt and Towson. What's up, Matt? Go to a caller. Hey, I wanted to talk about uh, worst contracts in Deshaun Watson. I mean, baseball just has tons of them. You got guys like Prince Fielder, Steven Strasburg. I get it, Strasburg won, you know, World Series and they had to pay up, but they paid up almost like $160 million and he only pitched seven games. Uh, at least Deshaun's, you know, they're not saying it's a career ending injury. Um, it's different. There's I a salary cap. That's why. There's yeah, a salary yeah, cap. Yeah, see, I think baseball gets away with that because of what Jeremy just said. Uh, baseball, even though you're in He's the right. spirit of the conversation, you are spot on. But the reason baseball gets a pass is because there's no cap. That's fair. I, I, I do think we can agree this is potentially going to be the worst contract. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, and, and I agree. Listen, Matt, in theory, you are spot on. Those are worst contracts. The difference is they don't cripple a franchise like it does in the NFL where you have a cap. You have a certain amount. In theory, he's right. Those are worst contracts. Steven Strasburg's contract was probably – now, the you, worst contract. When you said no cap, you mean no actual cap. No actual salary cap. I didn't mean no cap as in Because then, no then you'd have to say no cap, no cap. Right? Is that? I don't know if that's technically correct. Oh I'm going to have to check with Black do. Twitter just, on this. Yeah, no, you don't have. You're, you're right. 410-583. <laughs> you can't get on Black Twitter. 
510-583-1057. That's the number. World is stupid at 815. But on the other side, Gordon McGinnis gets us ready for tonight's kickoff between the Ravens and the Bengals up next on The Fan. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.